tonight um this this band uh it's called band wanted um again this show is bringing you the best of americana music from around the globe well i was in atlanta for an international singer songwriter association award show and i gotta tell you there was so much talent i didn't have to go far to find you know some great acts but there were more important impressing things going on than just awards for music it was a big day and it was this band and candy who helped me celebrate what was truly important on august 4th yes bring the band wanted as they helped me celebrate national chocolate chip cookie day We, I honestly walked into the hotel and I said, who's going to help me celebrate this important festive event? Candy and Josh were right there. <laughs> but the hotel didn't have a single chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> so we jumped in your car just meeting you. And Josh, and we Googled it. We Googled chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> we didn't know where we were. <laughs> We found chocolate chips cookies. We thought there would be a Starbucks, but it wasn't. The Starbucks was inside of a larger store. Was it Walmart? Was it Walmart? Target. <laughs> Something. So we couldn't even, we're driving around going, where is this? It was the funniest thing ever, but it really set the tone for how much fun this weekend, the weekend really turned out to be. And how you instantly like connect with people and musicians. And really, we're making memories. And it was a fun night. So, that welcome. whole weekend was amazing. What's that? I said that whole weekend was amazing. All the connections that we all made. It really, really was truly special. I mean, musicians like hanging with musicians anyway. But the caliber of musicians, a whole auditorium full of musicians. We were all like kids in candy stores. <laughs> Like, who do you talk to? We're in line. We're going to take pictures. We're, you know, so much greatness happening. Are you going back? We're hoping. We are we are nominated this year. So um, last year we were able to get sponsors to kind of help with offsetting the cost to get there. So we're hoping that that happens again this year. So we'll see. Right. Right. I'm actually... Hoping I'm actually trying to book some events in the area to play oh, to kind of the offset cost. So I've been doing some reconnoitering, you know, of yeah. the area. So Candy, why don't you introduce us to the band Wanted? Well, my name is Candy Carpenter. I'm one of the founding members of the band Wanted. We started 
eight years ago. And recently we've added to our, our wonderful crew of uh, band members and I'll let them go around and introduce themselves. I'm Jen Burns, um, the drummer. I didn't know I was a drummer until they needed one. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I yeah. love it. Female drummer. I love it. I'm actually interviewing an, an next week a female drummer named Mindy. So nice. that's, that's awesome. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> She's the queen of the drum throne. I bet. I bet. <laughs> and uh, Chris Burns. Uh, of course, this is my wife. Um, I pretend to play the lead guitar. So uh, that, that's my job. That's your job. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome. He's amazing. He's amazing. Talk about bringing the sparkle to the stage through guitar playing. You know what? Everyone jokes about lead guitar, but lead, a really solid lead guitarists are worth their weight. I'm telling you. They can add so much. They can step all over stuff, but a good one that can add in texture are just priceless. Yes. He is that for sure. And then we've got Mr. Art behind us. He, he's our wild card. <laughs> I, I am the bass player. Okay, wild card, bass player. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys, welcome, welcome. Um, and uh, again, this is on the ranch. Oh, we have some comments, so let's go oh. to there. Oh, we got Mike. We got Mike McKenzie's watching. We have a few people watching right now, so you know this is an interactive show. If you type in there, we can see it, and I throw it up here. If you have questions, comments, you like what you hear, let us know, and that's how we have a fun night, letting us know that you're here. So I know some people are watching. Let us know where you're watching from, and uh, what's going on where you are. So, oh, Karen's here. Karen Collins. Ah. Hey, Karen. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're across seven platforms right now. So hopefully, you know, uh, they'll find us. That's they'll amazing. Well, we made yeah. sure we shared it with our audience too and with our wild bunch and our outlaws. So we have a fan club out there. Cotton Collins is actually one of those fans. So I'm awesome. So awesome to see her actually showing up and, and supporting. Oh, I love that they're outlaws. That's just amazing. It's just amazing. It's funny, right? The band wanted. So if you're wanted, you you must have outlaws. Outlaws, yeah. Yeah. And posses and all that stuff. <laughs> okay. I started with my show and I um we're talking about posses and Wild West and stuff. Now you guys are an Americana band. Why country music? Why Americana? Um, well, it's basically it's I guess for us, it's we grew up with country music. So Joshua grew up with gospel. Um, Chris back here, he grew up with uh, rock and roll. So grew up by the Cleveland area. So uh, yeah, rock and rolls in the blood. So we're bringing just a, a variety to our music. And if you listen to it, it's our music is really kind of eclectic as well. So it's kind of country, rock and roll, bluegrass, folk. You, I mean. Gospel, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Joshua definitely brings the gospel piano to all of the music that we do. So, oh, that's that's amazing. Awards. <laughs> so it's definitely a nice blend. Yeah. So Autumn was here woohooing you guys. Oh, that's that's 
our daughter. <laughs> Hi, Autumn. <laughs> I don't know if relatives count. I don't know. Nobody's got to clap when you're like practicing and like putting things together, you know? Right. Nobody's got to be clapping. She's clapping from Colorado. We're here in Arizona. So that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and Karen says hi Autumn. So oh. <laughs> that's great. So let's talk about the music that a band wanted because the first thing we're gonna see now is your debut. And what tell me about that your debut. Oh, Billy's here. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Hey, hey Billy. <laughs> so our debut happened back in October. We've only been practicing together since September. So the band wanted actually started out, we were a three piece originally with our youngest daughter since she jumped off the bus and found a guitar player in Texas. So then we were down to a duo last year. You know, we, we stayed a duo for a long time and added members off and on just having guest members mostly. So last year we released our song, she knows, and we included, uh, another gentleman that lives here in Arizona, he's a steel uh, guitar player. So he actually added a bunch of really nice steel guitar for that song. So um, we became a lot more serious about building a full five piece band um, this last fall. And the debut was us practicing for only a few weeks. And we jumped out on stage at one of our regular venues that hires us to come in. Hey, there's Chuck. <laughs> Hi, Chuck. And uh, so we just jumped in to, to debut and let everybody know what we were doing as a band. Since then, you know, I think we learned like five songs for our yeah. debut and uh, jumped out on stage just really raw and really rough. And now we're, you know, we've learned 70, 70 songs. And we did like this last weekend, we did a four, two four-hour shows at a local a uh, venue here that's very popular, Big Nose Kate's, big supporters of ours. So they were one of our sponsors last year. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That you have a sponsor like that. Yeah, they've been really good to us. So they, you, know, you have band members there. Can you tell me the, the difference in energy from, say, a duo to adding pieces? Can you talk a little bit about that? You want to add that? Because you are, you guys are the first band that we've had on here. So, you know, break it down for our viewers. Want me to add? Well, we started, Chris and I started as a duo also here in Arizona. Uh, we met Joshua and Candy because a local was doing a movie and needed a song. So Chris wrote a song and paired us up with them to um, perform it in her, in her movie. And so we did that. And, um, we just vibed. Yeah, we totally hit it off. Yeah. So she, Candy kind of coached us to how to um, get bookings and was really encouraging us. We were supporting each other both as two different duos. And then they decided, well, Candy has been wanting a full band for a long time. So she was like, let's try this. Yeah. And um, I wasn't about it at first. <laughs> but but the energy different is definitely different. It is. We've been doing this for seven years as basically a duo. And I can tell you it's, it's, it's exceptional. I mean, it's off the charts with what each member brings to the group. 
and brings to the groove. I mean, when we step up on stage, we're playing off of each other. We, you know, I'm peeking around art here to see my drummer, you know, we're, we're looking at each other on the stage, goofing off and just really having a great time. The energy is so much better with a, with a bigger group because we can bounce off each other. When mm -hmm. there's just two people standing there, you only got what they got. You know, if um, Chris is really focusing on something and really trying to hit every note, then it's hard. He's concentrating too hard. He doesn't have a lot of energy, but Candy always has the energy to give to me. So it, that's great. It's just a great way to bounce off each other. Yeah. And we have to mention that there is a key member missing, Josh. I, I don't know if our viewers caught that. Um, your the other part of the duo is down with a bug. Yes, he is. So, so it was so unfortunate. He was so looking forward to this because chocolate chip cookies are his thing. Totally his thing. So he was really bummed when he wasn't feeling well enough this afternoon, but he really didn't want to make rest of the band members um, sick. So he decided to sit out today. Right. Right. If he's in a different room with a camera, I could actually bring him in. So he, if, he is, he's actually on the bus. So, which is just outside the door. So we have to follow a link on the phone and he could pop in for a while. If you want I will do that. I'm going to text him and see if he can't do that. That'll be All right, awesome. Why don't you text him and why don't we listen to that first song? Oh, I feel better, Josh. All the fans are, are missing him too. <laughs> why don't we, we're going to put that uh, first uh, debut. This is the first time that you guys got to together on stage and you recorded it. And let's see what you guys got together. That's awesome. the debut the first time that the new members of the band got together on stage and you guys just look like you're having a blast <laughs> we sure were i'll tell you what every time i get up there it's like a party yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know and it's interesting you you hear about the chemistry of band members 
Um, and sometimes musically they have chemistry, but they can't seem to get along and everything. But you guys are just friends and just loving it. And we are like family. Yep. Exactly. Our, yeah. our bass player, um, he'd like to tell you a little bit more about, you know, himself and how he came to be with the band wanted too. All right. I'm from San Diego. My name is Art. I'm from San Diego. I've, I've always been in bands for many years. I was a lead guitar player for many years till I shot myself with a nail gun and I became a bass player. Wandering the streets of Tombstone one day when I heard these guys playing, I stuck my head in there and there was a bass guitar and I asked him, hey, can I uh, back you guys up? I said, sure, come on in and here we are. That's a great story. <laughs> Just jump on stage with a bass and play. That is a great, great story. We've always been really open to supporting other musicians and talents. And so we encourage guest artists any chance that we get. So, you know, I say that almost, almost every week, how we indie artists have learned to pull together. Mm -hmm. Um. People loving your story, Art, they're loving your story. Um, we've learned that we're stronger together, that we don't want to compete with each other, that we just want to support each other. And there's just a lot of talent out there. And just because you're doing well, I want to cheer you on. And, you know, it doesn't mean I can't have my moment. You know, it's, it's just people supporting each other and making great music. Well, and that's what it, I think that's what counts is that each one of us is like, we're so unique in everything that we bring, you know, like there's no competition in it. Hi. Whoa. We got hey. part of that one <laughs> having isolated in, in a room <laughs> cooties everywhere. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's nice to see the band from the other side. I'm always on the other side of that picture. <laughs> Y'all are very good-looking people without me in there. <laughs> we got people chiming in saying hello. We have a lot of people watching tonight. So we were just talking about the, how the band dynamic shifts when you add members and how you went from a duo adding members and how that changed things and how that built. How did that feel for you? It was great until Art Janesta came on and then everything went to hell. <laughs> No, I think you're trying to say that nicely, but, you know. <laughs> Art's, Art's the kindest, most gentle guy. <laughs> no, it's great. In in honesty, it's been absolutely great. Um, and, and these particular people have been just amazing. I, I was in a family band years ago, and it ended badly. So I, I had a lot of fears around doing this again. You yeah. were in a family band. Yeah, that was my first job from 15 to 27. I was in the Carpenter Family Singers. We traveled all over the country. And um, it kind of it ruined a lot of relationships in our family. So I, I was concerned. Of, I would never want to work for my family. I couldn't. Yeah. On the road with your family. Yeah. There was some really good and some really bad. I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> but but that's what makes these people all so amazing. I can, you know, we live right with Jen and Chris. Uh, we eat supper every night with Art. 
uh, and we spend a lot of time together, and I can easily see spending a lot more time together uh, out on the road. They're just really great people and easy to work with. One of my mentors once told me when I was having some family discourse, and I wasn't even on the road with them, um, there was just a lot of alcohol involved. Right. And um, <laughs> they, she told me, she said, you can't pick your family, but you can build your family. And that's when you I have, like that. Yep. And that's when you I have like that. true support. And that, and I had to stop and say, you're right. Why am I focusing on negativity? And that's when I really, you know, embraced positivity and mindfulness and said, you know, I'm only having positive people around me. And go ahead. That's why you like to go get cookies. <laughs> that's right. Who's more, what's more positive than cookies? Well, straight up chocolate, maybe. <laughs> I, I've got questions for the band members. Oh, let's hear it. Hit me. Je Jen, what's your favorite part of, uh, of being in a band? <laughs> uh, being the queen of the throne. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs> So Jen is the drummer, and um, she's a, she's a boss like my wife. Like they are the bosses in this group, right? And uh, she was really a little not sure about drums. Just wanted to try it until I told her that the drummer really runs the band tempo, and like like we have to follow her. Everyone must follow her. And she's like, oh, I like this. And then Candy. <laughs> Candy told her that she's sitting on what's called a drum throne, and she's like, I'm in. I'm, I'm totally down. <laughs> and Let's talk and, to the band about why a drummer yeah. runs, runs the band. Um, Good. Who wants to chime in now? Because the, the bass and the drums have to, have to click. Yep. But why, did, why, did the, why does the drummer or the, the beat run the show? That's what you dance to. Yeah. <laughs> oh foundation it's the heartbeat right and if it's steady the band is steady and locked yep. in yep um if they want to mess with you they're going to do some off time stuff and the whole band's in wonky right right <laughs> i would never do that <laughs> <laughs> never, never. and if they don't like what's going on at all they just get really loud and it doesn't even matter what anyone else is doing <laughs> Okay. I have a question. Yeah, I have a question for Art. I just have one more question. All right, how many times in session do you go? Turn down. I can't hear my vocals. Turn down. I can't hear my vocals. You know what's really nice is that we have a digital system instead of acoustic, so Joshua has the control to turn things down. <laughs> That's... No, I walk over to my board. I'm old school yet. I walk over and. All right, Josh, that's where I that's where I get to be the heavy. Um, most of the bands that I hear live all around the country, my number one complaint is that the musicians, the the gearheads, have gotten real carried away with the with the background music, and it's great, but I can't hear the vocal. So I'm a real Nazi about vocals first, vocals first, and and I'm a musician myself, so I have to remind myself when I'm not when I'm struggling to hear the the soloist. Then we got to turn everybody down. We got to we got to figure out how to pull everybody back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's important. And it's funny. 
I don't know about you, but you go venue to venue, it's a crapshoot to who's running the board. That's why I won't work for other people. So uh, I, I like I said I'm a Nazi. I run my board. That's it. That's the only option. So you, bring board, you bring your board yeah. with you on show? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we set up the speakers. We set, I have an amp and speaker system that I work with everywhere we go. It's pretty expensive. It's a lot of work to drag in and out. But it is the reason that we sound good because it's not a different sound every time we go somewhere. Right. Because you don't use anyone's backline then. It's Correct. Yep. I have on a, I have on rare occasions if their gear is really good, I can always give them a secondary out. And if I'm sending them a nice clean signal, they can still amplify that. But I won't let them mix us. Gotcha. The only people I would trust, I don't know if you ever played New York City in the village. <laughs> no. A couple clubs. I played CBGBs. Now, you've heard of it, right? Well, this is a place where you don't want to touch the walls because there's graffiti, there's stuff. You know, the green room has this couch that has been there forever, right? You don't want to sit down. But I got to tell you, their sound system was bar none the best sound system. Like I couldn't have matched anything with what they were pulling off off their board. I will say this, uh, because we share this experience, you probably remember it. Um, when we sang for ISSA at, I will not remember the bar. Um, yes, he was fantastic. And as soon as I watched him mix some other bands, I felt completely at ease with him mixing us. That was great. That's yeah, rare. I too. I, and I appreciated how well, and he was yep. he was writing that board the whole time. Yes. Yep. That's the sign. I mean, they just don't yep. set down and, yes. you know, song for song, he was right there with them. He's like, I'm yep. starting another song. I got to be there. And yep. each song really sounded, you know, fantastic. I have a question for Chris, our lead guitarist. What's your favorite part of being in a band? Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> um, I think Other than sleeping with the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> that has its perks. Um, <laughs> I got to get a band. I have to get a band. That's it. <laughs> um, I, I enjoy the variety of, of you know, we have a we have a rock and roll voice here, and yep. then we have this sweet voice here, and then we have, okay, then we have um, you know, then we have Joshua, <laughs> and then of course, and then then yeah, between Art and I, we're just kind of like we're there for show, you know. Um, <laughs> we just look pretty, so that's why they put us. In that. So, yeah. <laughs> Art, Art, I have a question for you. Um, I think it would be apropos to choose to let them know what our motto is or what our band theme is and what that means to you. Kindness. Kindness, and that's the biggest part of this whole band is the kindness and the respect we have for each other. Mm -hmm. The familiar, the, the family atmosphere. Absolutely. Randy, you probably know how it gets out there in, you know, competitive music land, and we didn't want that. Um, this is a team and, and we want to be kind even to our competitors or even to our, you know, guests or whatever. It's, it's not a one-upmanship. It's, this is about kindness. 
And we had talked about that before you came on about losing the negativity and indie bands learning to kind of pull together, find their family and find their support and their fans. You know, it's yeah. really what music is all about. You know, check your ego. And one yeah. more thing. Just no room. It's not just a band, it's an experience. <laughs> and that's going to show for your fans too. You're there for them, you know. It, that's why you're, you're coming together. And when people lose sight of the music and get caught in the business of it all, you know, that's kind of when you start to lose your focus. Let's talk about your original song that's coming out. Okay, we have an, another video that we're going to play. And uh, we're going to She Knows next. Tell me about uh, the writing process. How, does that, how do you guys get started writing? <laughs> He's pointing at me. This song, <laughs> this song was uh, five years in the making. So we would write a little bit on it. It didn't sound right. The lyrics weren't right. We'd shelf it again, and then we'd come back and take a look at it later at a different time, you know. And it, it took us five years. And then I would took a vacation, went to Colorado to spend time with their kids while Joshua was here in Arizona. And he decided to work on the song and do, you know, we had the lyrics solidified. We had all of those. Then it was just putting everything down to music. And so he spent three days uh, working on that and enrolled, like I said, Bob Baxter, who's a local here in Arizona who plays the pedal steel, enrolled him into coming over and laying down some tracks on the pedal steel. Uh, Joshua's got a really funny story because he worked really hard on creating this really awesome drum line. And so he sent it to me while I was in Colorado. And he says, hey, I think the song's done. I want you to listen to it. And so I, I listened to the song and and I went and wrote him back and I said, yeah, but it's really good. But I, I think it needs spoons. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he even tells the story from the stage going, I think it needs spoons. <laughs> I, I, I'm the producer, but she writes the checks. She's the executive. I used to run the band, but she's much better at it. Um, that's why we're on this call with you. She's just better at it. Um, but uh, so I had to be tread carefully because in the end, I kind of get to decide what happens on the soundboard in the recording studio. But she writes my checks and she wrote the song. It's her experience. So I said, all right, well, let's try the spoons. And then if you don't like it, we'll put the drums back in. Thinking that the spoons were going to be too hard for her to do, it wasn't going to work. And she sat down in this tour bus studio and she did it in three takes. And I listened to it and I'm like, it's amazing. Like, let's get those drums the heck out of there. <laughs> so she was right. I was wrong. <laughs> but it sounds like she needs to leave you alone more often because you really cleaned up and finished the song. You are really on to something. It, um, so here's my weird, weird, weird process. I love video games. When she leaves for a week-ish, I'll play video games until late at night for three days straight, and I don't touch the music. I don't think about it. Nothing to do with it. Once my soul is, like, super quiet and super zoned, I don't talk to anybody. It's just all by myself. All of a sudden, then it'll start to come on to me that, you know, I should really go look at this song. And it's happened that way three times now. And then I go in and I, I play the bass part and I, and I write the drums. And even if we take some of that out later, the groove, the song is there. So all her lyrics and everything is now working and fitting. And so you're absolutely right, Randy. That is, we've, we've discovered that's my process. Plus, she loves to travel. 
and so does Jen. So I think we might have like co-conspirators in like getting away. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? But it's it seems like the process starts with lyrics. And some people start yeah. with you, you start with I start with lyrics always. Candy is really is really the inspiration for, for Candy and I. Now Chris and Jen, Chris is the one that wrote the song that brought us all together. Uh, when we when we, we met each other uh, playing uh, we were all in the, the the cast for a Western movie and they asked us to write a song and he just stepped up and wrote it. So Chris writes, you know, I don't can't speak to Chris's process, but for Candy and I, she usually has some crazy idea. And that word, that phrase will just trigger or spark a whole lot. She's not the best at phrasing. Well, phrasing is good, but uh, say rhythm or, or like meter, right? Like how does all this fit into something that we can sing the same way every time? So usually I'm kind of like the janitor. I come back and she has this amazing idea that explodes all over the lab. And then I like put it into some semblance of order. That's kind of my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we listen to She Knows and we'll see how it all came together. Light, singing with such delight She lights up with joy With every person she meets Mama tells her about the monsters outside Shuts the shades and warns her to hide Strangers are the ones to fear But she knows She knows Teachers tell her she will never succeed Daydreaming no one knows what she sees When she's creating her dreams The nightmares leave But the evil lives just down the hall They pretend that it's outside these walls This house is his cage And mama's keeping him safe Saw it all, and she knows.
and we are back on the ranch with the band Wanted. Thank you for tuning in with us tonight. We broadcast on Blast Music 24-7 is our platform. Uh, so again, if you like the show, make sure you give a nod out to Blast 24-7 for hosting us. And my uh, producers, uh, my executive producer, Troy Saha, always say hi. Um, I think you meet Troy when we were in, in Atlanta. Yes, that's when I met Troy. And then he reached out to me uh, about two weeks later about putting the show together. That's awesome. And it was amazing. You know, it was a, you know, I had done like a lot of live streaming and stuff like that, but I jumped all over this. This is like way so much fun. And I, you know, I connect with people that I've heard about that I just maybe see once in a while, you know, like you guys, like, and it was a connection. Like we had so much fun and then I don't see you anymore. It's like ridiculous. You know, so now I'm platform to bring you guys back together, share your beautiful music. And I believe that was the debut, right? That was, um, that she knows was the song that was released last year. Last year. Okay. So, and I, I love the spoons. I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be able to say that, but that little ticka ticka is, it's just wonderful. <laughs> You might have heard, uh, because StreamYard breaks down the music a little bit differently, you could hear the vocal out ahead even further than it is in, say, an Apple iTunes mix or whatever. Um, so you may have been able to tell that that song really grabs me. This is a song about my wife's experience growing up, and it's really quite dark on some levels if you know what exactly she's talking about. She wanted a vag on purpose, but at the end there, I was actually crying when I sang the song just because it means so much to me that she's flying. She's doing, she's following her dreams and doing what she loves without anybody else getting in the way. And it sounds like there's a story behind that. It takes <laughs> some people a long, it took me a long time to get to that and to be okay with that and start putting it into music as a whole nother dimension because now it's all over for everyone to see. Yep. And that's the next level of, okay, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was through music. Joshua actually wrote a book about his experience. So his is through a writing in a different way. So yeah, put it pen to paper, putting it to music. That's that's something. Everybody's got a story, everybody what we call a victim story in coaching. And uh sometimes you gotta tell it to get over it, right? And just go, yeah, that, that crap really happened, but I'm good now. <laughs> you know, I, I I've done counseling as well and one of the hardest lessons for a youth or anyone to know is life isn't fair. You know, it isn't fair. It's what you deal with and how you move on from it. You know, yep. once you learn that, that bad stuff happens to good people, you know, you can't always expect things to go the way you want them to. And you got to learn how to ride with that and not let it be like a life altering you know, yeah. situation. And it's a hard lesson that we kind of repeat as, as we grow up. You know, we always, we always have this, what is happening? Well, because bad crap happens to good people. You That's know? right. <laughs> and, know? and what I do with it defines me, not what, not what happened or who's to blame, but it's what I do with it that defines me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, getting... You know, and I and everyone has a process for that. You know, bad things happen. I will sit and cry hysterically for about a day and a half, and I catch my breath and go, "Hell no!" <laughs> I 
That's it, man. Get out of my way. I am coming back. Go ahead. Art ties his hand up. I just want to say one thing. I'm going through some things right now. And mm -hmm. the more things we go through, it builds character and strong moral fiber. I got, I got I got lots of fiber. <laughs> <laughs> fiber coming out everywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All those all those statements. It's it's all so true. You know, we lose sight of it sometimes, but you know what? Put it to music, you know. Yep. There's a, there's a song in every date. I mean, well, it's kind of. <laughs> in every, did you say date as in like? Yeah, my date, my pat, it hasn't been good. So I'm like, there's a song there. You're lucky you're not a comedian. I thought you meant like a tall, dark, and handsome date. I wasn't sure where you were going there. <laughs> I wish. Those are like rare and far and few between. <laughs> you know what? Have you looked at some of these dating sites lately, Josh? Like serious? <laughs> no, I have no, I, It's been, you know, here's, here's <laughs> my weird. It's myth of dating that there's a tall, dark, and handsome. You know, like, well, so I'm tall, I'm dark, and, and, and Candy thinks I'm handsome. But this is what happens to those guys. My first girlfriend was a lesbian. I didn't know that. So I was right off the farm. And so gradually, that, after we got engaged, that was a, tr a truth bomb, right? And then her mom was so nice to me that I married her mom. And, and so those were the only two women I'd ever been with ever. Maybe the lesbian really didn't do anything uh, because she didn't want what I had, right? So so then, then I met Candy. And so I... <laughs> I, I've never been on a dating site. I don't. I don't know if I know how to date. Quite honestly, <laughs> it's a jungle out there, John. Ain't <laughs> missing nothing. <laughs> every single day, do your gratitudes every single day. <laughs> I will do that. That's what I can hang my hat on. Cookies and candy every morning on your gratitude. <laughs> Well, that's something I'd like to say about Candy. I mean, she is just the heartbeat of this group, in my opinion. She makes supper every night for us. Um, she's always cheerful. She does not, she never get. you cannot rock her. I've seen her cry out on the road maybe twice. And both those times, it was because it looked like we weren't going to be able to sing anymore, either because of finances or breakdowns or whatever. But other than that, nothing flaps her she's just always ready to laugh and smile and have a good time and go well but did you die that's her famous thing but did you die still here still here still in the game <laughs> you know as long as you're still in the game you have you have a chance you know <laughs> we're still going <laughs> we're still going man they can't get rid of us it's a, it's a game already <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of here already. No. Do you have a steady you you do have a steady gig that you guys play? You say a place that you play often? We do. Uh Big Nose Kate's here in Tombstone, Arizona. So they're a famous saloon here. Uh that's uh that's world renowned. <laughs> so Tombstone is is very well known for its history, but uh Big Nose Kate's is one of our biggest supporters here. That's amazing. Now tell me, how haunted is Tombstone? I want to know. <laughs> Whoever goes on stage you, they have they have a paranormal uh, festival actually that happens here, and uh, lots of different paranormal um, companies that come in, and also that are established here. So yes, very haunted. 
Give a shout out to our friend Brian Harris called uh, Goose Flats Paranormal. If you look him up on uh, Google, Google Goose Flats Paranormal, because Tombstone was originally named Goose Flats. Um, what a horrible name, right? That's terrible compared to like Tombstone. Not nearly as iconic, but being a Tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian and his and his wife Bree uh, run Goose Flats Paranormal, and they're known all over the world as one of the the better uh, ghost hunting. Uh, teams so definitely look it up and you'll you'll find the answer to your question yeah awesome well i will come out to the power i've been to parafest i will come to the parafest and i will sleep on your couch oh, um, i have a better place for you to stay oh please please i will be there okay. i one of my good friends i was at a workshop with was actually on um the ghost hunters academy she was on season two she made it through a few wow. um, yeah um, and her, they're both musicians. So I've been on ghost hunts with her. So very cool. Um, yeah. My, okay. I moved into this place. It's, I've only been here six months. First weekend I moved in. I don't tell anybody this. I'm going to tell you guys that. First weekend I uh, moved in. I woke up. I make my bed. I'm going to make my bed person. I left the room, came back in, and the bed was unmade. Yeah. Yeah, first week in there. Just sign the papers. Hello. I don't care if you believe or not. You tell me what you do with that. <laughs> Randy, I've ridden around um, Atlanta in your car looking for cookies, and I've watched how your brain works. It's a lot like my wife, right? Rabbit trails. So I'm just going to say, did you really make the bed? Did you? <laughs> I am a make-your-bed type of person. Since I was nine years old, I make my bed before I leave. Oh, I made that button. And it just wasn't rumpled a little bit. Like, you know, the I mean, it's covered off. I mean, hello. Okay. <laughs> maybe your ghost is tall, dark, and handsome. And maybe you should be checking into that. About it, and one of my lights just died. <laughs> yeah, dark I am. <laughs> <laughs> I do some ghost hunting, but I, I, I become a believer. I don't care what anyone else thinks. It turns on and off my one faucet, two under one small bathroom. Okay, I'm, I'm going on to something else. I want to hear your last video. Um, let's talk about that. Let's Your last video, let me bring that up, is called uh, My Best Friend. Oh, this one is so cool. So I'm sure in Atlanta you got to meet uh, Paul Jupe. He was one of the other singer-songwriters that were there, and we got to meet him. Joshua has the greatest story. Like, we're walking down the hall, and I'll let him kind of tell you about how we met Paul. Um, this is how great Atlanta was. It was right before we met you, Randy. We came. We were walking down the hallway, and this guy steps off the elevator, and he goes, you know, with this great British accent, which I'm going to murder, but he's like, you're the band wanted. And I'm like, I like Atlanta and I love this guy. Like I have, you know, so unbeknownst to me and Candy and he were friends already on Facebook and, um, and then we became friends. He's just the real, real deal. We met you, uh, Paul, uh, Christopher Brown, many people in that stayed in the hotel with us became longtime friends. And like Paul and I say, you know, even if we weren't singing, we'd still be crossing the pond to see each other's homes just because He's a good dude. He's a real good dude. He's he's really mostly a farmer uh, by trade, 
and I didn't know that they did this. In the south of England, he works on a 600-acre estate and deals with cows and, and trees. I mean, that's mostly, he's either cutting wood in the winter or dealing with cows in the summer, and uh, lives in a cottage, as he says. And uh, so I would love to go and see how his life works, but I had no idea that they had farmers that close to London. That's what he does. But then he's become this epic songwriter, which I think is probably part of why he's an epic songwriter, because um, it's just real. But Paul is, um, he won, I believe, uh, correct me guys if I'm wrong, but I believe he won Songwriter of the Year um, at ISSA this last year. The International, I think you're right. Okay, because I want to have time to catch up with you guys. So let's, um, let's listen to this. My best friend. back on the ranch with Bound Wanted. I want to thank you for checking out on the ranch. If you want to be on the ranch, um, strolling below is my website slash shows. Fill out the form. We'll check you out and maybe we'll have you on the ranch. And we are having a really good time flashing back to our chocolate chip cookie <laughs> celebration. That was Atlanta. That was just a really amazing, amazing time. Um, wait, we have some comments here. People are clapping. 
Karen's clapping. That was a great song. That was a really, really great song. Well, that was written, that was written by Paul Jupe. And we heard the song, his version was best friend. And it was about his buddy. But when Joshua heard it, he was like, he reached out to Paul. He just, we really loved the song so much that we asked him if we couldn't uh, rewrite it and tweak it a little bit to give it a, a couple's vibe. Yeah, and the two part harmonies are just sweet, sweet. That was actually recorded in the studio where we all practice here at Jen and Chris's house. So, in case people just joined us, Jen and Chris are on the right of your screen, um, and that's their house they're in. But the studio is connected. Um, Jen has a vision for creating a studio around my production skills um, that is a you know for hire. So that's kind of our next big goal for the band is to um, finish the in the studio works fine now. She she wants she's really good at decorating and designing, so she wants it to look nicer. Uh, but she also has an Airbnb and a casita. So the the goal is to create a music place where people like you, Randy, can go and. Record record a song, be comfortable, and be um, at peace. That's one of my strengths as a producer is to uh, find out what works for you. My daughter records by sitting on the floor, and that's how she's always done her makeup. She's where she's comfortable. So she gets her best low, beautiful tones just sitting on the floor. Uh, some people have recorded with me outside. We've just gone outdoors, and they, they just tore the cover off of it once they got outside of that that enclosed space. Some people need everything dark and quiet. So that's our vision is to put together a place where people can come to Tombstone and record their album. Right. And I, it, 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 it's an interesting point with musicians. They all have their little, little quirks. Some have to hold their guitar. Some don't need it. They're more free without it, you know, and it's, it's great that you can hone in on what really makes somebody comfortable. Cause you know, it, when you're repeating things over and over, studios can get very confining and stifling yeah. and you don't get your actual best performance. Like you do. Oh, right. there's no audience. There's nothing there, yep. but you're concentrating and hyper fixed on every single word, yep. you know, yep. and every single note. They so. used to say smile when you sing because the people can hear that. There's, there's some deep truth in that. If you're not enjoying your studio experience, you're not going to like the product in the end. Right. No, that's so true. That's so true. And it's nice that you can really get people to feel relaxed like that. It's very, very important. What were you saying, Jen? Well, part of the vision was to promote the studio uh, with Joshua's productions and have the, have the opportunity for people to stay on site in the casita here. So they have that opportunity to be outside, see the mountain view, be on the patio, just be out and out where they need to be or be and be a part of our experience too as the band because like they said we are like a family we are very close which is super unusual according to joshua i don't know <laughs> but um we're just really close and so having someone to be able to come here and rent the space and and pay for joshua's time and be able to stay on site and be a part of our whole experience just it just makes it such a blessing to have the property and the ability to be able to offer that to people yeah, that is amazing. So how can they find that? If people are watching, uh, want to check you out. Get a hold of to contact me. Um, they can contact us through the Band Wanted's website, just bandwanted.us. She's, I said years ago, she's my party planner and really nothing's changed. If you want to book something with me, you have to go through her. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's an amazing process. That's great. That's great. So you you released one song. Is there any uh, new music coming? Any more new music? We have some things in the pipeline. We haven't laid down the tracks yet, but we are working on some new stuff. We were just talking. I think it was last night, night before last. I, we've got probably three songs that are that are in the funnel that are just need to get worked through the details and just get those tracks laid down. So hopefully we'll have like that EP that's coming out. Um, hopefully, I would say probably by the fall, but we have to. Producer. <laughs> well, with with she knows with she knows you heard me playing the bass guitar. Um, Candy played the spoons. Bob, uh, Bob played the pedal steel. There was only three of us on that, and I played multiple parts, the keyboards. Um, this is going to be new. The next thing that comes out will be produced in the studio, but it will be with all of these players doing their best uh, at their instrument. So it's exciting to think about recording a song with all the right players, not just me trying to duplicate everything. <laughs> Right, right, right. And it's a different dynamic and the energy and all of that good stuff. I'm really psyched to see what you guys come up with. You know, I really am. I think it's just great things coming our way from Band Wanted, for sure. For sure. All right, any last minute thoughts? Um, we have just a couple more minutes here. Uh, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> I I just appreciate I just want to end with gratitude. Thank you for being our friend first and eating cookies with us. I think that's what life is all about. Yeah. And then thank you for having us on your show. This was really fun. You're you're a super fun person to to hang with. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Well, and if you're ever in Arizona, you know, we always like to feature artists that come out that we get to meet with. So Right, and let us know ahead of time, and you can stay here at our casita. Oh, I know. That would be awesome. And the, the truth is, I've been trying to get west. I keep going south. It, but there's radio stations out that way that have been playing my music, and I, I make little radio tours and book some gigs that way. So, you know, now I have a little bit more time. I'm doing full-time music that um, yeah. I really want to do that. We'll do a ghost hunt. <laughs> Play some music. Yeah, and if you need leads, she's going to be here just in the town right from us here, about 20 miles away in Bisbee. So if you need leads for places that want to check you, um, reach out. I'm happy to share those. All right, everyone, check out the Band Wanted, bandwanted.us, and to have some really great music. You won't be disappointed. And thank you. You guys can hang out a second while I play our outro.